Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 628, recorded live on Sunday, March 15th, 2020. And here are your hosts, the man who still has to go into work, Dave Pillay. Hey! And the man who uh, I do believe is always going to have to still go into work, Andy Lowe. Hi. Are you, are you regarded as an essential role? Um, since I'm, you know, the only technical person for... Ten stations. The Western and Michigan. For how big? Ten, ten stations. I'm the only tech okay. person on staff. I, I heard ten states for a second. I'm like, no, why? No, 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 no. Just ten stations. And I'm the IT person for 14 stations, so. Yep. Yeah. But how much of your job actually involves interacting with other people? Not a lot, actually. <laughs> Andy, you know what I do. Yeah, I know. You, you literally stand in front of a group of people and tell them... What they need to know. A group of 20 to 30 people who have all traveled from across the country, sometimes from across the world, to stay in a room with me for three to five days. You're just, uh, yeah. <clears throat> That's my job. Can it be done remotely? Yeah, not as well as in person, but it could be done remotely. Are we going to do it remotely? Probably not. We're doing a hybrid model where you can do it remotely if you want to, which is great for them. <sighs> yeah, no, I, I I, told them, like, you know, look, I'm probably going to be the one who's going to have to, you know, try and, if it comes to it, set up all this remote broadcasting stuff and this, that, and the other thing. So if there's a problem with the connection, I'm probably going to have to be the one to go in and fix it. So I might as well just be the one going in anyway. Yep. But yeah, no, most of the time I just, you know, I walk into the office and I, uh, I just go downstairs to the basement and I don't really pop up until it's lunchtime. <laughs> I, I enjoy that image of you just like, yeah, no, I'll just uh, hide in the basement. Which, you know, like I said, you know, we I've told the story before of where, you know, the office got shut down due to weather and they forgot to tell me. Mm -hmm. So uh, got my hand sanitizer here. So I'm just, you know, sanitizing it up right now. Hey, man, that stuff's expensive. <laughs> It was a free bottle we got during uh, October, and it's just been sitting on my desk. And I'm just like, you know what? Let's just let's just pop that open. Yeah, saw an article uh, just yesterday, two days ago, about this guy who had like seventeen thousand bottles. Yes, because he wanted to resell them on Amazon. Yeah, and then Amazon said no. <laughs> so Amazon said you can't do that. And he's like, but I want to. And then he's like, but I don't want to be known as the guy who bought 17,000 so that I could sell it for 20 times what I bought it for. As he's talking to a New York Times, like, reporter. <sighs> but also, do, do you do you agree with me on this? That, like, he should be in jail yeah, for no, what he uh, did. Price gouging, I think, in, in I know, I think in the state of Michigan is illegal for price gouging during natural disasters. His response to that, did you read it? No. That he wasn't price gouging. What? Uh, that the $20 he was selling it for included things like his work, uh, included the shipping that Amazon was charging, included the fees for Amazon, uh, and that he sees himself as a public servant, that he is redistributing the, the hand sanitizer. His claim was, uh, this isn't price gouging, price gouging is for... Uh, situation so like Billy Bob's gas station doesn't double their price in a hurricane. I'm like, yes, but also what you're doing. Yeah. Oh my God. I, I was reading the article and I just kept getting angrier and angrier at what he was saying. Uh, what, what was the quote? There's a crushing, overwhelming demand in certain cities right now. The Dollar General in the middle of nowhere outside of Lexington, Kentucky doesn't have that. That was his, but, his uh, idea. Uh, until like, he went out there and literally bought them. Cleaned all. out the store. Yeah. 
Yep, yep. People here we go. The price that includes labor, Amazon's fees, and ten dollars of shipping because alcohol is a hazardous material. Michigan Consumer Protection Act, Act three three one of nineteen seventy six. It's gotta be in here somewhere. Ah, yeah. Here we go. Section Z, charging the consumer a price that is grossly in excess of the price at which similar property or services are sold. Mm-hmm. Supposedly, though, that what? Okay, so now I'm looking at him like there's new legislation in process to stop it from happening during emergencies. I'm like, but it's already a law. Why do we need a new law? I don't know, man. I don't know. The whole thing is crazy. Yep. Oh. I think this one, because there's no specific amount, the new <laughs> law will basically say uh, an excessive increased price of more than 10%. So everyone will just raise their prices by 9% in an emergency. Yes, but. Because that's legal. Yes. Because it's defined and clear cut. Yeah. Okay. But I guess right now it's not really clearly defined, but I don't know. <sighs> I'm just sitting here doing my thing by myself. Mm-hmm. Sorry, we're just doing our thing here by ourselves. You and me? <laughs> well, no, no. Me and Kate and Isaac. Okay. And like, I mean, we are sitting here. Yes. This is by ourselves. Yes. But we're we're not together here. Like, no. you're there and I'm here. Or I'm there and you're here. I don't know. Both of us are there and the listener is here. Oh. What? The rest of our curling season just got canceled. Yeah. Yeah. Andy, <laughs> is that surprising? Nope. Like, we, how, the NBA, the NFL, the, oh no, the NFL hasn't announced yet, but the NBA, the NBA, uh, the NHL, NHL, the f- baseball, basketball, hockey are all done, including done March Madness. Yep. Uh, basically, I think all winter and spring championships, or spring sports for college are also canceled. Um, the ECHL, so minor league hockey is also canceled. Yeah, high school championships are also done. Yep. Which, I'm sitting there, part of me is going, oh no, but then part of me was, you know, was going, oh good, now I can actually start working on some of our remote equipment. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of feel bad for the high school seniors, you know, who won't get that final chance, you know, to do senior night. Or, yeah, or get a chance to go for a state championship. Mm-hmm. College, though, is is saying, okay, anybody who has been affected, you know, anybody in sports who's been affected like this gets another year of eligibility if they want to take it. Which is like... Just just think about that, though. That means that if you're a senior and you're on your final year, you're like, OK, it's already March. I'm already thinking about what's next. And now they're like, uh, if you want to do college for another year, go for it. Well, it's up to them. They can they can do it if they want it. Yep. <laughs> We'll see how many it people decide, just, you know. Just feels weird to be like, yeah, you can do college for another entire year. Mm-hmm. I guess next year there's going to be a lot of like bro- like broken records. Like people are going to do great. Yeah. Yeah. This is uh <laughs> No, because hmm. I posted something and then as you know, two hours later, he posted something else going, you know what? I actually kind of disagree with what I just posted. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I'll just uh, it's really great, though, is I've got a lot of work to do. That's, you know, out at transmitter sites. So I'll be, you know, out by Even myself. More, you're, <laughs> you're really just like socially distancing yourself at work. Yeah, like <laughs> that is your work is to be socially distant. Yep. Which, you know, hey, if I just can keep the lights on and, you know, give people a source for local information, because I know we always have, um, we, we, you know, during our weekly morning show, we always make sure to, you know, to have uh, people on from the local hospitals and the uh, sheriff department, and we try and get state officials on as well, so... I feel like, you know, we're trying to do our uh, our best to uh, help out the public. So I'll try and make sure to keep the lights on. 
Uh, yeah, well, this, this is it. This is a it'd be interesting nice if a bunch of companies did that too. Yeah. Actually, a couple of them are. I don't know if you caught that. Uh, for instance, I believe it was Comcast said that they are waiving late payment fees and will not turn off. What was that Comcast? I want to make sure I've got this. Uh, Comcast announces their COVID-19 response. The Xfinity Wi-Fi network is open nationally for free. There is unlimited data for free uh, and commitment to low, no disconnects and late fees. We will not disconnect a customer's internet service or assess a late fee. Now, it sounds like they're doing this for like the good of them, of of their customers and their, it's not. It's that Ajit Pai went to them and said like, please do this. Pretty Mm -hmm. please. I'm begging on my knees uh and and they agreed and like acquiesced because otherwise they'd probably be forced to anyway yeah well i know t-mobile's doing uh removing all overages uh charters doing the same thing so it's uh so is this going to be like a stress test of the internet i highly doubt it i unless people are (laughs) doing you know live video teleconferencing i feel like netflix is going to use more data on the internet especially now than you know so it's not a stress test of the internet but what about a stress test of different companies um like vpn networks that's what it's going to be yeah no it's gonna it's gonna check our cisco routers as much as possible because, you know, I've got VPNs set up from market to market, but that's just five of them. Now that if, you know, I start hooking up VPNs for everybody who remotes in. Oh. The good news is, though, we actually just switched our um, our traffic system, which is, you know, the submission of commercials and organizing commercials and all that other payments and everything. We actually just moved that to the cloud. So they don't actually contact our servers anymore. Cool. It goes to another data center that's not ours. And I'm just like, Yes. I don't have to deal with it. I just have to make sure the software is installed, and then I'm done. I don't have to worry about anything else. So that's good. So should we hit topics? I guess we can. Because um, Apple... Okay, so yeah, E3 is officially canceled now. Yep. Uh, E3 GDC. Well, we, we already talked about GDC getting canceled last yeah. episode. Oh, right. E3, E3 was has been since last week. Since last week has been canceled. E3 was canceled. Yes. Which um, Microsoft, let's see, Microsoft said that they're going to do um, an online stream. Ubisoft said that they're going to do an on, uh, they're exploring other options for a digital experience that allows us to share all the exciting news we have planned. I so, mean, Nintendo's already doing online yeah. stuff, right? Like, just, okay, just so you, look you, to what Nintendo does yeah. and do that. I mean, y- yes, I get the understanding of actually, you know, getting all the reporters in one room for your keynote speech. But if you stream that online, oh no, they're not all in one room. They're all in their own rooms. So, you know. Yep. <laughs> so, now that, now that this has happened... What do you think will happen next year for E3? Assuming the rest of this is, is like, gone and taken care of and we're no longer, you know, forced to, to like, be in different places because a social gathering is a terrible idea right now. Is E3 coming back? <laughs> that, that is an excellent thing there. That's an excellent question, especially, you know, if companies realize, you know, okay, if all these people can do their jobs from home, why are we bringing them in to do these jobs? At least that's what, you know, I'm thinking of at the moment. It's just companies go, oh, I don't need to have this person in the building doing this. Well, shoot. 
oh, I, I don't need to have 500 reporters come in for our speech about our new iPhone? Well, shoot. Because, <laughs> yeah, no, WWDC is going to an online-only announcement, so that's going on. It's it's going to be an it's going to be an interesting thing where people are just going to look at this and go, wait a second, do I really need to do it the way we've always done it? The other thing this is also is going to show is the especially with schools being closed for three weeks here in Michigan. Oof. It's going to definitely show where the uh, digital divide is. Yeah. Because there's How so. Well, you know, a lot of these schools are going to try and do, you know, things online. Oh, 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 those poor teachers. Yeah. Well, heck, oh, all the all poor the poor teachers, all the universities right now are switching to online in Michigan. Yep, I'm aware of that. <laughs> I got an email slash phone call slash text message from my dad who's like, ah, uh, <laughs> what do I do? I'm supposed to do all my classes online. <laughs> Well, I'm, I'm like, uh, yeah. uh, some of the people we work, uh, one of the, one of the ladies I work with is a, um, grad student and she's also a TA for one of the, uh, I think astronomy courses or something like that. And she's trying to figure out, she's like, I've got lab courses here that need, you know, the, the, the lab equipment that's at the university. Right. How, how am I supposed to do physics <laughs> experiments online? Uh, how does, how does that work? I do um, videos. Yeah, it's like you know, I'm sitting there thinking of like my chem labs. It's like you know, how 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 am I? How would I do a chem lab online? Record it and put it online. But yeah, but if I have students, <laughs> you know, who are supposed to be doing physical experiments, that that doesn't seem to work online. So yeah, it's gonna be an interesting thing there. We're gonna find out what can be done online and what can't be done online. Yeah. And then I have an odd feeling that a lot of these things are just gonna keep carrying forward. <sighs> um. So is this going to impact you, by the way? Like, do you guys? Because you you do daycare. Uh, the daycare is currently still open, but they are um they are basically ramping up their rules for what um is allowed oh universal orlando's resort is closed mm-hmm. disney is closed mm-hmm. disney cruises are closed i think all cruises are basically closed too if they aren't they will be we've been advised to monitor the temperature of all individuals entering our building to ensure they are not presenting a fever this includes parents guardians vendors and children um we will be lowering <clears throat> the temperature threshold to 99.5 if so if your temp- kid's feeling even a little bit warm, yep, they don't temp- get to go in. Not only that, they'll be excluded for 72 hours. Whoa! Oh my god, so you're gonna, like, keep an ice bath in the car, right? We will continue to expect anyone returning to care has been fever-free without fever-reducing medication. Okay, so I have a small problem with that. Yeah. Because how are you supposed to know? Well, you... Because you're gonna give the kid meds, because, like, you're not a sadist. So how are you supposed to know when their fever is gone because of the med versus because of no meds? Do you stop giving them the medication after like 72 hours or I don't just know. before 72 hours? I don't know. The other thing is, you know, since the weather is cold, we put him in, you know, long pants and long sleeves and we put him in a winter jacket while he's in the car. So how do we know, you know, he's just not at 99.5 because he was wearing a winter jacket in the car? So, yeah. Yep. So, but there are changes in uh, Pogo and Harry Potter. Yes, Niantic is doing some... Ah, dang it, I just touched my face. (laughs) I've been so good. I've been so good. And I'm like, oh, I got, like, eye crud and started... Nope. Uh, Yeah, both, both Pogo and Harry Potter have made it easier to play without going out. 
Yeah. The, uh, yeah. In, in Pokemon Go, they provided a 30 incense bundle for one in-game coin. Holy crap. And incense now lasts for like an hour. So they doubled the length of the incense. Um, also, more things are spawning, and the spawn rate of the incense is higher. Yeah. Um, our incense is called Tonic for Trace Detection. Yep. Um, let's see. Uh, there will be now 30 that will spawn <laughs> from the tonic. You can brew tonic for trace detection faster as well. Ingredients for the tonic will also appear on the map more frequently. Uh, spell energy will appear on the map. A free store bundle will be available with four tonics available. And the, um, you can send more gifts. With that one, I'm just like, okay, so I'm, <laughs> I can open more gifts. Just like, okay, that's great. I, holy crap, there's all this stuff around me now. Yeah, there's a Pokemon Go spawn point that was added just next to my house, so, like, I can actually catch things at home. <laughs> By things, I mean a thing at a time. Yeah, I'm still trying to see about getting a mini library installed outside of our house. A little free library? Yeah. It won't get accepted. Why not? Because it's on uh, private property. If I Even if I put it on that section between the road and the house? Does it look like it's on private property? Is that an ice cream cone? Oh, is Daddy supposed to eat the ice cream cone? No, no, no. Okay. <laughs> is the easement between the road and the house uh, your property? Uh, probably. Then it won't work. Oh. All little free libraries that were accepted through OPR are legacied in, but it is against the rules to put one in that is on private property. Well, shoot. Yep. Sorry. Can't do it. Man, there's even a sidewalk and everything. Now if I can only get that stupid free public library that's sitting in the middle of a um, drainage area removed, that'd be great. <laughs> that's terrible. Yeah, I think, though, the only person who's level 12 and higher who's in this area is the one who's on the opposite team who keeps using it every day. So I'm trying to figure out who can I, you know, can I kick up portal remover to something, somebody else outside of just submitting a report. Uh, if you are an owner of the land or are responsible for the land, there is a website to get it removed. Yes, but I am not either. I just know that it, you can, according to the rules, you cannot physically access it. Then there's not much you can do other than continue to report that this is not publicly accessible. I do it every time I go by it. <laughs> yep. And they're like, no, it's accessible. You're like, no, no, it's not. Mm -hmm. Well, people are using it. <laughs> yes, you are using it, who I have a feeling is the person who is also, you know, reviewing my submission. Uh, removal submissions don't go through OPR. What do they go through then? I don't know, but it's not OPR. Hmm. The only, I mean, I, I don't think it does because I've never seen one on OPR. And I have reviewed, sorry, Wayfarer. Uh, how many things have I reviewed on Wayfarer? I have reviewed 1,442 nominations. Holy crap. And I've never seen a, this has been marked as uh, removal or flag for removal. Like, is it actually accessible? None of those have ever come to me. I've done moved ones where it's like, this is, you know, pick the right spot. Which of these is the correct location for this thing? <laughs> Yeah, it just tells you how to submit it in the... More ice cream? Oh, nom, nom, nom. Sorry, I'm getting ice cream stickers. Ice cream? Yeah. I want ice cream. <laughs> I would go for some ice cream too, but all I get is just stickers. That is true. <laughs> the Dairy Queen over by us does have a drive-thru. Oh, and the poor person behind the line who is to handle your credit card and all the equipment and etc, etc. I know. 
It's the reason why I went with the app when I rented my U-Haul this morning, because so I did not have, have to... Nope, did not interact with a single soul. Nice. I'll review that next week. Okay. Um, okay, uh, let's see. Um, oh, Destiny 2, other topics, is removing... Oh, yeah, there's topics. Yeah. Yes. Destiny 2 is removing loot boxes. Yay! How are they going to make money? Um, I don't know. But no, they're... seriously, like, how are they still planning on making money if they aren't doing loot boxes? Well, no, no, they're removing them from in-game store purchases. They will remain available as rewards through the free version of the game Seasons Pass, as well as rewards for various leveling milestones. So you can't purchase them, but you still get them. Yes, you'll get it as a free gift, but you can't purchase them because then that's technically, you know, gambling. Right. Okay. All right, sure. So that's one way of getting around that. I yeah. mean, it's it's not getting around it. It's just this: you can no longer gamble. Yeah. No, they they're but, starting. To but do again, that. that wait, that comes back to my question: How are you supposed to make money? Well, not you, the player. How does the 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 uh, Destiny's Bungie? How does Bungie make money then? Like this is eliminating one of their revenue streams. Well, I, I can I can I don't know about Destiny Two, but I can tell you in Marvel Puzzle Quest they have removed a lot of the um, quote-unquote loot boxes in this game, but they still give you purchasing options. Let me get this call. Okay, so it's, yeah, it's called uh, Heroes for Hire now. And so you can pay money, but they actually will tell you exactly what you get. Okay. So you so will still pay to win. Yes. But, you know, I'm, I could pay 20 bucks and get three Jean Grey covers, you know, ISO and this one. But I don't get, you know, tokens, which are the loot boxes. So they have now, you know, specific covers. Now, some of them still have covers plus tokens, but a lot of them now are just switching to covers plus, you know, more covers or ISO or something else where it's it's a known quantity rather than a possible of just, you know, just tokens. Okay. I, I can get behind that. And they're also now, they just removed um, bonus covers. So before you could, you could favorite one of your characters and every time you would pull a token, you would have odds of getting a bonus cover as well of mm-hmm. that favorited character. They've removed that and now they give you X number of shards of that cover per pull so i know now if i pull you know three mighty tokens i'll get 36 shards for professor x or whoever i have favorited so they you know do you you have professor x favorited uh, i do actually right now because he's my he's my next top level character that almost is at max level okay so yes, I do currently have Professor X favorited. I also have North Star favorited. You ever heard of North, North Star? Star. Is that, that one is... of the Canadian ones? Yes, yes he is. Famous athlete, wildly successful entrepreneur, devoted husband, and speedster member of superhero team Alpha Flight, John Paul Bobier is an icon in his home, home country of Canada. Oh, is he the, the Canadian Captain America? I don't know. <laughs> All there, I know there is... There was a... Oh, what was that? Ah, uh, shoot. Because there was the there was oh my god it's not called that please tell me it's not called that there is a Captain Canuck oh jeez I don't think that's supposed to be it uh <laughs> no wasn't there there was like a gray Captain America who had a different shield and who the hell was that the gray suited Captain America no not Chris Evans in a gray suit that is not that is literally not what I'm looking for god damn it. It's all pictures of Chris Evans in a gray suit. (laughs) Okay, moving on. There is a... (laughs) In this Canadian alpha flight, there is an agent named Puck and one named Sasquatch. 
Is is it actually Puck? Puck, yes. Like from Shakespeare? Uh, a, a, a dwarf like with hockey. no superhero power, no superhuman powers. Superhuman, oh, never mind, he does have that. Superhuman strength, agility, reflexes, durability, superhuman longevity, skilled fighter. Yeah. Causing his body to become akin to compressed rubber. His trademark attack is a cartwheeling motion. Oh my god, he is literally a hockey puck. He is a human hockey puck. You, think, you figure that, like, um, the people at Marvel may have been a little racist against Canadians. <laughs> Just a little bit. Puck's daughter has superhuman speed, strength, reflexes, agility, coordination, endurance, and could redirect kinetic energy. Oh my gosh. These are, they literally made a human hockey puck a superhero. (laughs) What? Oh my goodness. That just sounds terrible. Yes, yes, it does. Oh boy. Uh, let's see, something not terrible. Oh, yeah, so GDC is online. And in case you're wondering, um, beginning on uh, Monday through Friday, they will be live streaming a number of the talks that will be have, would have been held at GDC. And they're going to be offering them in the GDC vault online, which will be available to free for anyone. That's cool. So if you ever had an idea of, you know, what GDC was like. Or if you ever wanted an idea of what GDC was like. Yes. What is GDC like, Andy? <laughs> well, it's, it's wait what do they do at GDC this is this is more of like the nuts and bolts sort of thing there story GDC is the it's the game developers conference yeah so people talk about um, you know, uh, in this example, heavy talk, Gwen Frey discusses her journey taking Kine from an afterwork passion project to a fully realized multi-platform puzzle game. Storytelling with verbs. The importance of musical themes from Assassin's Creed to the Dark Eye. Ooh, wait, where's this list? That actually sounds really good. Schedule of talks. Intrinsically motivated. Important themes. Is your game cross-platform ready? Forgiveness mechanics. <laughs> Experimental AI lighting and so they're, they're people are just going to be giving these talks via the internet yes hmm. bringing okay. game replays to world of tanks yeah this this is a lot of yeah a lot of nuts and bolts <laughs> a lot of mental health as i'm reading through this Jeez, my phone is blowing up now man you cancel one curling club and then everybody's got an opinion hopefully those opinions are all along the lines of yeah this is probably the right choice yeah i do believe most of them are <laughs> I, yeah, I am not upset. Oh, I'm kind of upset because we still had two more weeks left. So, you know, two more times to get on the ice. But now I'm just probably going to message them and go, do you guys need any help tearing it down? Mm. I mean, you were you were out for most of the season anyway, weren't you? I was out for I was out for like a month. Uh, It was good, though. Um, A lot of it was during the midseason break around Christmas. So I was out for a bit, but then we also weren't curling for that time. So, okay. This GDC virtual talk looks pretty cool. So, yeah, no, if you're ever interested, yeah, they're going to be posted. They're doing them this week and they're going to post them online. So, you know, Twitch, since we're not going to have March Madness to follow. (laughs) You could watch the game developer conference half hour presentations. Uh, which is always interesting because it's generally people who aren't great presenters. No, yeah, it's if if Torch Club has caught, taught me anything, there are a lot of really smart people out there who cannot communicate. <laughs> No, no, they can't. It's like you're sitting there. I'm listening to a guy who has performed literally thousands of open heart surgeries in his lifetime and trying to understand what he's trying to bring across is it's tough. Let's see. Oh, uh, other good news. Um, Reggie's got a new job. Yes. 
on GameStop. Yes, Reggie. Reggie Fiamme. Has joined the board of directors for GameStop, along with former CEO of Walmart U.S., and current PetSmart president and CEO. Yay? Well, well, you know, hey, you're getting some people who know the industry. You're getting some people who know how to deal with being a brick and mortar store and being an online store all in one yeah. go. So, because yeah, they're current. Let's see, one, two, three, four current board members are going to retire in June, and two more are going to retire next year. So, and let's hope that it's the crappy ones that are out. Hopefully, we'll see. But I'm, 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 I'm good. I'm good on this one. This is good news. Yeah, I'm very interested to see where this. Granted, you know, the board of directors is still the board of directors. They can only suggest and have you know some control over it. So we'll see how it actually goes. Let's see what else we got here. Oh, uh. The NFL has gotten into an agreement with 2K for football titles, which part of me was like, wait, Madden. Madden? Yes, 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 yes. Madden? How? 2K has has confirmed that none of its in-development NFL projects are simulation titles. So they have partnered with the NFL to release multiple football games, but they're not simulation games. But then they are what? Uh, Let's see. See, Madden does a fantastic job as a sim, appealing to our most avid fans. And as we look to build out a portfolio, we want to make sure we're delivering games that appeal to this broad group of folks and have have the best opportunity to be successful in the market. We want to make sure that our games feel accessible and approachable to the widest audience possible, particularly as we're looking to create a younger generation of fans. So there are going to be football games that are supposed to be broader, more accessible, easier, and with more consumers able to get into these franchises. But it's not going to be a football game. But then what is it? I don't... I don't know. 2K and the NFL... Yeah, they're not offering specifics on what the upcoming games will entail just yet. Okay. Yes. Uh, I'm so thoroughly like... (laughs) What? EA Sports commented on this with their own public announcement that says EA Sports is the exclusive publisher of NFL simulation games and our partnership with the NFL and NFL PA remains unchanged. Our agreements have always allowed for non-exclusive development of non-simulation games on various platforms. Okay, so if it's not a football simulation, it's a football action adventure. What was that game where it was... um, It's a football rpg no no who did um was it nfl streets it's it's a football platformer nfl was it nfl street was that what is it called i have no idea i don't remember that at all okay nfl street who published that one? Oh, it was published by ea um it was kind of like nfl blitz yeah yeah i remember playing one of them i think i played the original nfl streets yeah every every successful showboating move in nfl streets added to your game breaker meter once full players could trigger the feature which would run a can cinematic and either give you an automatic six points or a crushing defensive stop okay so it was like nfl blitz where it was you know nf it was football ish but it was a lot of silly things on top yeah so maybe would that be considered a simulation game or not it's that's not at all clear I'm still going with, like, football RPG. Kind of like what? Like, uh, Warhammer Blood Bowl? Yeah. How can you do a football game that's not a simulation? I don't know. (laughs) 2K, I guess, is going to find out. 2K is going to find out. 2K is going to try this and see what happens. 
I wonder if they have to run. I just got a low battery warning from my headset. Oh, we should be fine. Okay. Uh, Let's see. Oh, um, VW is looking at doing vehicle to grid. Vehicle to grid so that the battery of your car can run your house? Or basically um, supply electricity back to the grid at times when it's needed. So the cars would act as a distributed battery system. Yes. So you wouldn't have to turn on things like, you know, natural gas power plants and such. BW says that by 2025, they will have 350 gigawatt hours worth of energy storage at their disposal through their electric car fleet. Between 2025 and 2030, this will grow to one terawatt hours worth of storage. I mean, I guess if they put energy in my car and I pay for it and then they take energy out of my car and they pay me for it, I'm okay with that. Yes. No, I would want to get paid for (laughs) the electricity that I have put into my car. Or or I just, I would want them to not charge me for filling up my car if they are just going to steal that energy. Yes. I mean, it's a good, it's a clever way of like, hey, we're going to have all these batteries and people often say that we can reduce the impact on the the electric grid if we could just like store up a lot of power and then use it. Which is what batteries, do. heck, the Tesla, what, the Giga, whatever they called it out down in Australia. Yeah. You know, that kind of proved that, yes, no, if you had a lot of batteries, you know. I wonder how that's doing. The Tesla battery farm in Australia. Oh, wow. Elon Musk's battery farm is an undeniable success. It's the bet that saved Australia tens of millions of dollars. Yeah, nope, not going to argue that one. More than two years after winning an electricity bet, the Australian solar wind farm is almost total success. The facility powers rural South Australia, uh, whose population density falls between Wyoming and Alaska. Uh, (laughs) I just... I'm re- reading through the article and they posted the tweet from Elon Musk where the Australian guy was like, how serious are you? And Musk is like, we will get this installed and working at 100 days from contract signature or else it's free. <laughs> Man, Elon Musk. He's a they little did it in 60 days. I know it's 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 the, it's all the return on investment. Sometimes people just need, you know, can do the math and go, OK, you know, it might cost us this much to get this installed, but we'll probably make it back. Within this yeah. amount of time. Yeah. All right. Well, it sounds like it was uh, it was pretty successful. So, yeah, no, if we can get a whole bunch of cars around to do the same exact thing. Yeah. I say go for it. Especially if um, if you think about like natural disasters where there might be a disruption to the grid. If the cars were smart enough to provide their own mini grid. Mm-hmm. Cool. Okay. Uh, what else? Vehicle to grid. I saw, uh, um, SpaceX just scrapped a launch. Yeah, they, uh, was a automatic shutdown. At T minus zero. Yeah. It better have been an automatic shutdown, because I, like, how can a person do that? (laughs) Which is why these automatic shutdowns are in place. Within, I think it's with T minus 60, the computer completely takes over and there's no human interaction. Yep. So what happened? Uh, They they don't know. They're going to check out the data. Oh my God. There has to be so much telemetry coming from that rocket. Damn it. I touched my face. (laughs) Son of a bitch. It's hard to do. I haven't done it since we started recording. That you recognize? No, I've got both of my hands on my desk or on my mouse. You know, I okay. purposely am holding When's, onto my desk with my left. When's my the hand. last time you cleaned your mouse? Ah, oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> 
Oh, it does. So I heard this story. This is a really funny, funny little story. It's which relates to you and the mouse. So don't worry about it. Um, okay. My uh, a friend of my parents. You know, there's there's a run right now on like cleaning supplies. So a friend of my parents was really excited because he scored at the store like one of the last things of of um uh wipes, cleaning wipes. Okay. Right. Uh, yes. The the antiseptic wipes. And so he was really excited. And he's like, Yeah, I I, I started using it. Like I used it on my car and on the the um gear change on my car and. Uh, my dad just kind of looked at me like, why? I was like, well, because I want things to be clear, right? So we're supposed to stop the spread of the virus. Like, how many people, how many other people do you think have touched the gear shift in your car? So I ask you, Andy, how many other people have touched your mouse? Uh, me and Isaac. I think you're fine. Yeah. So. Yep. 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 Ah, uh, what else we got? Windows 10, the Windows subsystem for Linux 2, uh, is going to be available soon. So I can run Linux things on my Windows 10 computer without having to reboot it. Yep. I'd be okay with that. What Linux things do you want to run? There are some uh, broadcasting programs that are based in Linux. Huh. And you want to run them on your local computer? Well, I want to try them out. Ah. Uh, okay. So if I can just yeah. test them out on a system without having to basically, you know... Keep rebooting between yep. them. Yes. Makes sense. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of open source broadcasting stuff there, but it's all Linux-based, so, you know, I would love to try it out, but... Oh, damn it, I just touched my face. <laughs> it's not just me. I had an itch right on my eyebrow. Yep. Yep. That happens. So, NASA wants your help. NASA would like my help. Yes, with the Satellite Streak Watcher Program. If NASA needs my help, we are in a bad place. What can I do for NASA? Well, they, uh, the Satellite Streaker, Satellite Streak Watcher Program, basically, um, they want you to have, uh, a tripod mm -hmm. and a smartphone mm -hmm. and basically just point it up at the sky when it tells you to, and it will take pictures, and then you send those to NASA to, um, yeah, on an evening before you shoot set your native camera app at greater than 10 seconds and iso greater than 800 or use a second party app and then um adjust the settings to get the best star pictures and lowest sky brightness and then i guess heavensabove.com heavens-above.com um and click on satellite database which predicts satellite transit events and provides a sky map follow the directions to find the next time a satellite will pass across your local sky in the minutes just before the event is predicted to start take a few test photos at the predicted start of the event begin taking your sequence of photos until the event ends upload your best photos you took okay this sounds like a lot of work also i'm way near a city like do they actually want me to do this because i don't see a lot of stars outside i i don't know this is uh they're just trying to see um they're commissioned a study to determine the impact of satellite mega constellations on astronomy so they want to see hey you know what how does it look now in the sky you know and then we'll just keep coming back to it how will it look in the future so they you know they reached out and started the satellite streaker watcher program okay you going to try it uh well i need a tripod and I need a yep. mount for my cell phone. Yep. Let's see. I have a tripod. Tripod mount for cell phone. Uh, they're just all little tripods. Oh, here's one. Okay, those would go onto a standard tripod. Yeah, no, you just need a mount. Yeah, with that. Um, what is the name of that screw type mount? It's got. There's got to be a standard name for that thing. Um. Pfft. 
You know what I'm talking about, though, right? Yeah, the the screw hole at the bottom of the mount. Yeah. Yeah, I got nothing. It's it's a screw hole. What what do you name a screw hole? Uh, okay, quarter inch twenty. Because it's a quarter inch wide and it's twenty thread. Yes. 14 mil, they, yeah, they have different lengths, but yeah, no, it looks like it's a quarter inch 20 is the standard. Shoe mount, that's what it's called, okay. Oh. Shoe mount, which would make a sense. shoe mount. Yeah. Okay. Oh, per ISO 122, sorry, sorry, yeah, per ISO 1222, colon 2010, the current tar- tripod screw thread standard for attaching the camera calls for... A quarter 20 UNC or 3816 UNC thread. Most consumer cameras are fitted with the quarter 20 UNC threads. Larger professional cameras would be fitted with the 3816 plus a removable quarter 20 UNC adapter. So yes, so there there is a standard per ISO 1222. God, man, I love that there's standards now for everything. Ah, uh, you know, it can be nice, but it can also be a pain in the ass. Yeah, but at least, you know, there's a, there's a name and number attached to it. Like, you know, if I need to look up you know, what's the name of the uh, plug for computers? Which plug? Uh, that standard computer plug. The, the three-prong. The back one that goes to your power? Yeah. Yes. That has an official name. I forgot what it is off the top of my head. Well, what good does it do if you keep forgetting it? I can look it up. <laughs> if you don't know the name? Yeah. Okay, let's try this. Name of plug that goes into computer power. What are power cords? A C19 plug? Uh, no. IEC C13. A C13 plug? Yes, a C13 plug. What is the difference between a C13 and a C15 plug? You say, wait, 15? There is a 13 and a 15 and a 19. Well, 19 are horizontal, 13 are vertical, 15's got a notch in the bottom. What's the notch for? That isn't, what is that notch for? Uh, because you could key the receptacle. Not that it's already not keyed. Because it is keyed, because it's... Because it's an an irregular shape. Yeah. Yep. Ah, ah. Uh, C15 is designed for high temperature devices. I assume the key is so that you can't put a C13 connector into a C15 receptacle. Ah, that would make sense. It is an additional key. Okay, so yeah, so if the cord can't handle the temperatures, you don't want to use it because then it will melt. Yep. And then you will. C15 cords can handle a temperature up to 120 degrees Celsius. C13 are rated for temperatures up to 65 degrees Celsius. Oh, so yeah. Which, to be clear, is still friggin' hot. Yes, but if, you know, if I'm working with an aluminum extruder or something, those can get. Then you probably don't want to be using either of these, do you? Uh, (laughs) Common application electric kettles. For a C15. Yep. Computer networking closets and PoE switches with high wattage power supplies. Okay. Wait, so what's a C16? There's also a C16 and a C19. C16 plug. Well, C19 uh, handles 16 amps rather than 10 amps. Oh, God. Okay, there's a 14, a 13, 14, 15, 16, 19, and 20. Well, what the hell happened to 17 and 18? I don't know. They're not on this overview. Well, that's just silly. Well, yeah, no, I see. I, yeah, I'm looking at that same thing. Okay. I guess technically there's also C5, 6, 7, 8. Yeah. So I don't know what happened 9 to 13. I don't know. We'll have to dig into the ISOs for these. <laughs>
19 is sideways. Yeah, it can handle That's... 16 amps versus 10 amps for the C13. It's also weird to me that they're alternating on this diagram between the male and female. Well, those, I think the male and female are different named or numbers. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, the male and female are, okay, so that's where 16 is. So there's got to be, there's got to be an IEC C17 and 18, which has got to be. Weird. Why does there have to be? Because we suddenly went from 16 to 19. We also jumped from 8 to 13. IEC, C, Okay, here's a seven? C17. C17 only is two. It's a two-prong adapter. Oh, okay. For non-grounded applications? I assume. Okay, IEC 6320. That is the set of standards from the International Electrical Technical Commission. So yeah, IEC 6320 is... Okay, so here's... So C1 slash C2 is just two holes. Yeah. Then we jump up to five and six. And this is what we see on a lot of, like, um, computer chargers. Yeah. A seven and an eight. It's a figure eight infinity or shotgun connector. Which there's also the modified version of that one, which is not... um, It's got a... Yeah, it's not symmetric because uh, they do that for polarized connectors. So, because that figure eight one, you can plug in both ways both ways which yep. if, you, if you got a switching power supply that has that plug if you plug that in backwards not gonna go well nope so that's why there's a polarized connector like that i think it's called like a c7p or something like that uh yes yeah, I had to find, I had to actually buy a cable for those because some of our old CD players um, had that type of plug on them, but I couldn't find the yep. cords for them, so I had to go order them. And then I plug them in, and it turns out they don't work. Oh, no. Yep. Yeah, C7P, the P being for polarized. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we got the 13 and 14s, and the 15 and 16s, the oh, 17 and 18s. 17, Xbox power supply. So if you go to your Xbox One and you unplug it, it's going to have a C17 plug on it. Wow. Why? And the 19 and 20 is this giant, grounded, polarized, 16-amp connector. Mm-hmm. Ah, C3, C4, C11, and C12 are no longer listed in the standard. Okay. <coughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Commonly referred to as Mickey Mouse connector due to its shape. Yeah, no, I get that. Yep. Wait, what did I click? I clicked on a random standard. So I uh, down at the bottom of the page, right, there's a list of IEC commission standards. Mm-hmm. I picked a random one, uh, ISO slash IEC 16262, which is JavaScript. <laughs> That's funny. It, it literally was the ECMA script standard. I just picked it randomly. Like, it's just listed there, and I'm like, oh, what's this one? Click. I'm scrolling down through this, and I'm like, wait, ECMA? I know what that is. That's JavaScript. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes, it is. It is indeed JavaScript. It's the standard for JavaScript. So, uh, is yeah. there anything else you want to hit topic-wise before we hit the randoms? No, I'm good. There's some fun things in there about, like, Google was, was announced as making a website for coronavirus, and they're not. It wasn't Google. It was another subsidiary of Alphabet. And the President Trump got it absolutely wrong in every way imaginable. That's all. Makes sense. Yep. Randoms. Oh, it's Randoms. mine. My yes, review. It yes, it is your review. I, my random review. I, uh, since we're, you know, on the topic of like 
food shortages and and panic buying. I bought a crap ton of groceries this week. I think I spent more on a single trip at the grocery store than I have spent on a single trip in the grocery store in the last five years. Uh, because I usually just like stop at the store on the way home and pick up some stuff to make for dinner. Mm-hmm. So I needed to to like buy a lot more food so that I had some stuff just in case. A lot of canned food, a lot of right, whatever. Okay, sure. Um, but the recipes that I've been cooking lately. I have been cooking in an Instant Pot. Oh, Instant Pots. <laughs> and so I thought I would review my Instant Pot. Oh my gosh. So... I, I don't know what it is, but I was at the uh, I was at the broadcasting conference, uh, what, a week or two ago? Yes. Hmm. I can't get my calendar to open. That's lovely. You were at the conference a week or two ago. Yeah, on the 3rd and the 4th. And um, so there's a couple of times where the um, there's, you know, there's kind of like there's cocktail hours during the conference. So you, you can just, you know, you sit around and, you know, you know, other engineers talking with, you know, uh, manufacturers and that sort of thing there. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what it is, but there's just something with broadcast engineers and those instant pots because people were just sitting there just trading recipes back and forth and different websites to check out for recipes. And they was just, I'm just sitting here going like, I, I have a slow cooker. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, everybody was talking about, oh yeah, no, I made this great tiramisu. I did, oh, I just did some short ribs, you know, I've got this Mongolian yeah. chicken that I, it's really good. And I'm just sitting there going like, oh my gosh, bunch of, a bunch of broadcast engineers just geeking out over what they've put in their instant pots. So it's just... <laughs> So I, I gotta say is pretty nice. I don't know if I would consider myself a like I, I believe they are referred to as potheads. <laughs> that, that's a good name. Uh, but I'm I'm not that far gone. I may have been looking at accessories for it uh, just this morning before we started recording. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it is useful. It is very useful. It is nice to be able to replace several pieces of equipment in the kitchen with one. The fact that the lid is dishwasher safe is incredible. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. The entire lid assembly is dishwasher safe and the inner pot is dishwasher safe. So like I've got a couple recipes that I've I've found and tried and I really like. Um, we have made butter chicken easily ten times in the last three months, and it's rather easy to do because you like you throw it all into the one thing. Now you you can't just like throw it and start it and poof you have dinner. Like yes, there's still cooking involved, but. You saute the onions in the pot. You add the stock in the pot. You add the chicken in the pot. And then you put the lid on it. And then you tell it to turn on. And then you walk away. And then 20 minutes later, you come back. Like, it's all there. And it's all in one thing. And it just makes it really easy. Because then cleanup is, okay, we got the food out. We put the food in a container and put it in the fridge. And now we just throw the whole thing in the dishwasher. That is really nice. I have the six quart model, which makes way more food than two people should reasonably eat. So there's usually leftovers. Uh, There is an eight quart model, which we got accidentally because we didn't realize what eight quarts would look like. Oh, no, eight quarts quarts is big. (laughs) Eight quarts. I felt like I could put a small like animal in there and just like roast. Like, no, no, I don't want that. 
Uh, I, we got the six quart model. We got it from Costco, and it works out just fine. Yeah, no, um, our our crock pot is eight quarts, and that thing is big. Yeah, yeah. So here's the thing: I have a rice cooker. Yes, I have a pretty decent rice cooker, and I've got the instant pot now. And a lot of people are like, oh, Instant Pot makes better rice than a rice cooker. I'm like, you know what? I'll try it. And I tried it. And you know what? They're right. <laughs> oh! <laughs> the Instant Pot rice was delicious. But, but, here's the thing. I can leave my rice in the rice cooker for like two to three days. And it's still delicious. And it's still tasty. You leave your rice in the Instant Pot for like an hour too long. And it is caked to the bottom. Well, that's not good. So, Instant Pot is great for making rice. That is absolutely correct, as long as you are going to use all of it. Which, you know, most of the time we just do instant rice. Oh, Andy. But it's Andy. done in five minutes. We do we, we, we cook the but, chicken, we throw the simmer sauce in with the chicken, and then we just make instant rice. I can, you know, go from zero to done in about 10 to 15 minutes. Yeah. Which, you know, right now for me, time is the most precious resource. Right. You, you have child. I understand. Yes. I usually just start the rice first in the rice cooker. You, now, you okay, wash so off here's the, rice. the other question, though, is Instant Pot makes a rice cooker. Okay. <laughs> so. I'm, I'm not buying it. I have an Instant Pot and I have a rice cooker. I can I, make so much rice right now. Yeah. Uh, that said, speaking of, of rice, I did make a version of rice that I can't make in the rice cooker, which is I made risotto Ooh. in the Instant Pot. It took under an hour. Well, then, and most that of be... that was was hands free. I was not at the pot. Yeah. God, they make an air. They maybe go a lot more things than just the instant pot. Yeah, you can use it as an air fryer now. Well, no, they also make their own air fryer and their own toaster oven and their own sous vide and blender. Oh, see, my my instant pot has a sous vide function, which I haven't tested yet. I've, I've been meaning to do that, but like I also have a sous vide immersion thing. So like, why would I? Unless I want to sous vide multiple things at once at different temperatures. They also have an electric kettle. Yep. Jeez. So you're saying the six pot, the six quart instant pot. Holy crap. There's just, there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven <laughs> versions of the pot. Yep. Uh, I know. I'm well aware. I spent a lot of time looking at those different versions and going like, what the hell is the difference? The answer is, don't worry about it. Just get, like, a base model. It doesn't need to be fancy. It doesn't need to be Wi-Fi connected. Yeah, our um, sous vide has I, got, uh, our sous vide, I think, is Wi-Fi. No, it's Bluetooth. Yep, mine is Wi-Fi, which is nice, because, like, I can be upstairs and, and just, you know, it notifies me when the food's done. I just set an alarm on my phone and go, okay, check it now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm I'm really happy with it so far. We've made a lot more food at home because of it, because just, like, it's easier to do. Cleanup is easier because all of it is dishwasher safe. And it makes some pretty damn good food, and it makes it pretty quick. Well, that's... I haven't tried the advanced stuff of, like, making tiramisu, but I've, I've done some... It's been pretty good so far. Well, I will... <laughs> we'll see. We'll have to figure all this out. So yep, we'll uh, we'll try it out. Well, will you? I don't know. You probably won't. Not unless you get in, like an uh, an option to at some point, right? Well, there's a three. It is an investment too. That's nice. Uh, there's a three quart version. Yeah, I don't know if you want. Like that's kind of tiny. 
I mean, if you're getting the three, I think the only reason to get the three quart one is if you like you're short on space and living alone. Mm, right. I don't know that three quart is enough to like feed a group of people. We've got the six quart model, and I, yeah, the six quart is too much for two people. I think three quart might not be enough. Like how much? Try to think of like the potato soup I made last night was six potatoes. I don't. I could not fit that in a three quart model. Probably not. No. So I'd have to half the recipe, which wouldn't be bad. It just means there wouldn't be any leftovers and leftover potato. I found this out. Leftover potato soup is mashed potatoes. Yeah, no, I could see that. <laughs> it is It is the most decadent mashed potatoes you will ever have. God, there so are. There's my review, as it is, of an Instant Pot. I have the Instant Pot Duo uh, SV 6-quart. Uh, I don't think it's the SV, but it's one of the Instant Pot Duos 6-quart. Okay, because the one on Costco's page is Duo SV 6-quart. Oh, then that's probably it. I was thinking of steaming some veggies in it today, too. Might do that. Oh, I made lobster tail in it, and that worked out really well. I I tried lobster at Red Lobster during Lobster Fest. Why would you do that to yourself? Because uh, I was like, hey, Lobster Fest. Let me try the lobster. Uh, meh. There, there's better lobsters. I, I I don't doubt it, but I was curious. Yeah. So. All right. I'm, I'm still more of a shrimp guy myself. So. Random. Random. Topic. Topic. I rolled ahead of time, and where the hell did I? Oh yeah, because I don't. My sticky notes are not working. Let me go back to the drive and pull it up there because I got to make sure I get this right. Okay, here we go. Andy is tying up the cast of The Big Bang Theory while David pours Verner's down the kitchen sink in Sheldon's apartment. What song is David singing as he pours Verner's down the drain? I am so thoroughly confused by this prompt. As am I, which, um, first off, we would probably have to rebuild Sheldon's apartment because since the Bing Bang Theory is now over, that apartment no longer exists. Also, the fun fact is most likely the kitchen sink was not actually plumbed. So, so it's really just going all over the floor. Or in probably into a bucket under the drain. Yeah. Oh, I also replaced my garbage disposal last week. Cool. That yep. has nothing to do with this topic. No, I'm just cool. was just thinking the kitchen sink and I just yeah, no, if you if you need, if you have any garbage disposal stuff there, it's actually pretty easy to replace a garbage disposal. Um, I what song am I singing? Why yes. am I singing? I don't know. You are singing Why a song supposedly. Purpose? Also, how did I convince the entire cast of the Big Bang Theory to show back up again? Did I kidnap them? I think that's the like implication. Like, why they did are I just kid- why did I kidnap the entire cast of the Big Bang Theory? This makes no sense. I don't think I'm singing anything. I don't see why I would be. I also wouldn't want to be there. I have zero respect for those actors. Yeah, I don't know. I got nothing on this one. This is your realm. Go. You got anything? I know on this one is just, I don't know where this came from. I don't know where this is going. I, this is part of a series, right? Because we've had things about like pouring Verners down the drain and tying people up before. Yeah, I think it was like, what, Mr. T, I think? For each Try- other. For each other. Uh, Let's see. 487, what is Dave's reaction if Andy tied him to a chair and started emptying bottles of Verner's down a storm drain? 504, what does the RA Podcast bobblehead doll set include, or why does the RA Podcast bobblehead doll set include Lionel Richie dumping Verner's down a storm drain while both of you are tied up to chairs? (laughs) You hired a clown for your kid's birthday party, he ties up everyone to a chair and pours Verner's down the kitchen sink. Okay, so there's been a series of these. (laughs) Just ongoing. 558. Oh, situations. All, I assume these are all from Hans. Yes. 
What is this obsession with pouring burners down the drain? Okay, 558 was the last one. 2,000 beach balls being dropped from the Goodyear blimp onto your house as Clint Eastwood sings you happy birthday while MC Hammer is emptying bottles of burners into the storm drain in front of your house. Aren't you glad that we have this searchable? <laughs> yes, yes I am, because... What? What? <laughs> The hits just... Well, these are random topics, so I cannot argue against that fact. I mean, there there is an element of randomness in the sense of, like, I'm not sure how he's coming up with who is doing what in these scenarios. Because sometimes we're pouring things down the drain, sometimes other people are pouring things down the drain. Uh, but not random, like, random shock value. Like, this is not random. There is a pattern here. It's a pattern about people pouring burners down the drain and people getting tied into chairs. Yeah, I'd, I'm, I'm very I'm, I'm confused, but okay. I'm so thoroughly confused. Yep. So yeah, so that's the uh, that's the random topic. <sighs> I think that's a wrap. That's a wrap. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at... Podcast, or send us an email at mail at rapodcast.net. Thank you for listening. Mm-hmm.